Let's go live in just a second. Go live. Okay, cool. You okay? I'm good. Okay. Don't give me a hug, by the way, when you got here. You'll have to hug me later. Okay. Hello, friends. I'm Jenny Townsend here at Music Compound. We are starting a new series called Lunch and Learn. So each week we're going to be featuring different artists, different staff members, people from the community, all tied into music. Whether they have an inspirational story to share, they've got something cool where they are collaborating with musicians and education topics as well. So being since the first week of February, we are doing inspiration. So I have my friend Trey Wanvig here. He is a blues artist up and coming, and we he's going to be sharing his journey with you, giving us some tips and tricks, telling us about some upcoming shows, and we're really excited to have him here. So welcome, Trey. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you for coming. Um, and we have something in common. Last week, we both celebrated our birthdays. Mine was on the 31st. Yours is on the 29th. Yep. Tell me about your birthday party, because your mom threw uh, you a surprise party, right? Yeah. Well, last week, um, I was actually in Memphis. Uh, for the International Blues Challenge. Okay. Um, I was there, I was a part of the Youth Showcase, which I was there to represent the Orange Blossom Blues Society, which okay. is located in Sanford. Um, so I was their youth participant. Okay. Um, so I was there for that, and then I was also playing with an organization called United by Music, and uh, basically uh, United by Music is an organization um, that takes... Um, all extremely talented musicians that have uh, developmental disabilities and they form a band and oh, they rehearse cool. and they play all over the country and so we were out there for that. That's awesome. Um, and I've been working with them for probably about a year now. That's and, and where did you meet them? I met them at the Blues Music Awards last May. And that um, was in Memphis as well? That was in Memphis okay. too, yeah. And, Got it. Um, looking forward to that again this year. When is that? May, I think early May. Early May. Okay, and you were just in Nam. I was at Nam. Okay, so tell us about that too, because you're doing some really super cool things, and I think it's really cool to share that, because I don't know if number one our students know what you're doing, our teachers know, or even like our local community, because you started here, but now you're like all over the country. Not, I mean, you do stuff here, but it's mainly all over the country. So yeah. tell us about NAM too, because everyone wants to go. I want to go. Right. Yeah. No, NAM has been something I've been wanting to do for a long, long time. Okay. Usually what has happened the past couple of years is um, the the dates have conflicted with the International Blues Challenge. Okay. Because um, it would be that weekend, because NAM is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you're going to the one that's in California. Yes. Okay. Yes, Winter Nam. There winter. is a Nam over the summer in Nashville. Correct. But it's not as big as the one in, in California. Right. Right. Um, so this year it worked out that it was the week before Memphis. Um, so I was able to go out. Um, and basically it's it's kind of hard to explain what it's like because it's just kind of sensory overload okay. and there's just so much stuff happening. But basically if you like take like every single brand that is affiliated with music and okay. you just think about that and then there's more of it and then all the brands have the coolest stuff 
Okay. And then it's just chaos, but it's right. it's a good type of chaos. Cool. And tell me some of the names of the people that you came in contact with, because I saw you had pictures of all these different people. Not that I know who any of them are, but maybe our viewers right. know. Uh, so give us some names of people you were hanging out with. Well, uh, Steve Vai, in, uh, he released his brand new signature guitar with Ibanez. Okay. Um, which is not replacing, but it's... Um, it's going to be in addition to his latest guitar, which has been in production for over 30 years. Okay. So that's kind of the, the big thing. And so I was, um, he did this event out, out at NAM at the House of Blues. Okay. Um, and I was able to hang out with him and his band. Um, and a lot of other guests showed up there that were with Ivan as like um, Joe Satriani and Paul okay. Gilbert and um, and these are all inspirations to you, right? Yeah, okay. no, they're they're great players and I love their playing and they're all super nice people and they've been you know very uh, embracing and instrumental. Yeah, <laughs> cool. That's awesome. So let's go. Let's start. Because um, number one, I wanted to showcase kind of your journey and where you are. Cause like, obviously you're saying you're at NAMM, you're at this blues festival, you're doing all these super cool things, but it all got started here. here. Yeah. Um, and with Jamie guitar center yeah. as well. And cause you had a teacher down in Venice as well, right? Yep. I, I started, uh, when I was 11. Okay. I started taking lessons. Okay. Um, with my dad, actually, we took lessons together. Um, what inspired you guys to take lessons together? Uh, well, my dad started playing, uh, in high school. Okay. Um, and he was self-taught and he just, you know, played for fun and he never really played after that. Okay. Um, but he always had his guitars and stuff and he enjoyed music. And, you know, when I said that I wanted to start playing guitar, he, he figured it would be a good time to pick it up again. And, right. you know, so. Cool. So you guys started taking lessons yeah. together. Mm -hmm. I love it. All right. And then probably a month into it, he said I'm too good for it, and he quit. He still plays. He plays for fun. And, and uh, he's a drummer now. He does. He, he started playing drums probably about a year, year and a half ago, and yeah. he, really, he really likes that. He doesn't get as much time to play as he wants to, right, but, right. you know, we're pretty busy, so yeah. I, it's understandable, but yeah, right. he, he loves playing, and... You know, he's pretty good. Cool. He's All actually, right. he played he played one show with us, played drums, at okay. the uh, Hometown Fest. Yes, around the Hometown Fest yeah. and, and at the played, Music Marathon. Yes. And somewhere else. He played bass for me when I didn't have a bass player right. for beer bands and barbecue. barbecue. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. When it was at the Bazaar. Very yeah. cool. Okay, so you guys are taking lessons down in Venice. Yep. What's the name of that store? Uh, where was it, it was uh, Pete Syracuse. Oh, okay, he cool. He gives lessons now at Troll Music. Okay, down south in Venice. Down in Venice, yeah. Okay. Um, and I took lessons with him for probably two, two and a half years or so, and he basically told me that, I mean, I can keep taking lessons with him, but there's not a whole lot more he could teach me. It was just basically from there, just experience and continuing to play. Right. Um, but he did tell me that I should look into taking jazz lessons or something, you know, that right. isn't just rock, that kind of guitar playing. And so he gave me the name of a uh, teacher um, that was at Guitar Center at the time. Uh, Jamie moved up to, to New, New York. York. Right. right, which, which is, is sad. Jamie G, we love yes. her. So kudos to Jamie. Yeah. So 
I reached out and I, uh, I asked Jamie if she'd be willing to, you know, do lessons with me. And, you know, she said that she was pretty busy, but we could try it and see if it worked out. Yeah. But started taking lessons with her. Um, let's see. Probably three or four years ago. Okay. And I took lessons all the way from when I started up until she left to go up to New York. Right. So a, a long time and did a lot of jazz stuff with her, um, some classical, you know, just uh, a lot of improvisation and, you know, stuff that I don't use too much in my playing professionally but you know i i love playing jazz okay even though it's not what i do as a career or whatever but right and you were simultaneously in the jazz band at riverview when you were going to school i band. did yeah okay. i did uh the jazz band at riverview uh my freshman and sophomore year Right. Yeah. Okay. And you're still in high school. I still in high school. At SCF, so you're dual enrolled? Right. I am okay. full time dual enrollment. So dual enrolled. Okay. I, yeah. I do all my classes at SCF. Cool. Okay. I've been doing that for the last two years. So. Okay. Wow. You're such a little mover and shaker. <laughs> and you and I met when your mom sponsored Beer Bands Barbecue the first year we had it, yep. which was like five years ago. Right. And then Sage came here, and she's been taking ukulele lessons since the very beginning. Yep. And then you came to Music Compound for a little bit and did our Got Talent competition. Yeah. Well, so actually, talk about that a little bit. Before that, I did a summer camp. Oh, here. that's right. Yeah. And that's where we met our friend Zach. Yep. Zach so moved. I met Zach and met Leland. Yes. And met basically all the beginnings of the Music right. Compound family. Right. Um. And that's where I kind of got introduced to you. And then from there, started doing events with you guys. Yep. Um, some of the showcases you had. And then you did the uh, Got Talent the first year. And that's kind of one of my first performances, really. Was it really? Yeah, I, I had one that I did... Um, oh, it's the Blues. Yes. Giving Hunger the Blues. Well, yeah, that was, I, yeah, I sat yeah. in with somebody for that. First was Sandy Greco. She was oh, managing yeah, yeah, yeah. the youth stage. Yes, yes, on the youth stage. Right. So she invited us to that, and then right. we did the talent thing and everything. Right. Yeah. So, but a lot of the performance stuff and a lot of the stage stuff and all that came from here at Music Compound, yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. Very cool. We're glad we could be part of that journey. And then when you were taking lessons and everything, you were simultaneously working on an original song, right? Yep. And then putting uh, music, you put music to it. Yep, I was... And then um, went and recorded it with right. Wayne? Yes, with Wayne. Okay, so um, let's talk about that. So from the uh, from the Got Talent competition, yep. uh, one of the winning prizes things was um, some studio time right. with a local studio here. And I had been working on original music, uh, you know, just for fun. And when it turned out that I won the competition, I had some studio time. Uh, I started, you know, trying to plan out and uh, a little album EP kind of thing. Right. Um, and that's the Roadside Blues or that's a different one? That is Roadside Blues. Right here. I have a copy of the yeah. CD. And you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven songs on it? Yeah, seven songs on it. Um, Let's there's only these. one cover. One which cover. Is going down, which is a classic blues okay. kind of song. But yeah, all the other six of those are originals. Okay, so we'll show you. Do you want to tell us a little bit about each and one of these original songs? Um, like what brought them about? What inspired them? Well, 
Through With Me is the newest one out of all of these. Okay. I wrote this... Let's see, when did I... Probably... Probably a good six months to a year after all the other ones. Okay. Which I think really reflects in the song, not only just, you know, my guitar playing and singing, but um, the way it's written. Okay. Um, I think it's a little more mature and, I don't know, more developed. Okay. But, Got yeah. It. But I think, uh, I'd say my favorite song that I still play to this day the is, roadside, roadside is the Roadside Blues. And what's Beneva about? Beneva is an instrumental song. Is that because you're always going up and down Beneva Road? I do. I live <laughs> off of Beneva. And I had an instrumental song, and I wanted to put an instrumental song on the album. Okay. And I had nothing to, like, name it after, and I'm... I had nothing... You know, I had no inspiration on how to name the song. Right. Um, and so I was just, you know... Just, Driving down Beneva. I was just thinking, <laughs> you know, what can I name this song? And for some reason, Beneva popped into my head, and I thought it sounded pretty cool. That and is it, cool. It's nice, because, you know, Roadside Blues is kind of road. And, right, right. Um, I thought it, it fit pretty well. I like it. I like it. Very cool. And then you gave me a signed copy, by the way. I did. So I have a signed copy. If you want signed copies, I'm sure you can hit him up on his Facebook or go to his newsletter. We're going to give away a CD and some other swag as well. we got to figure out how we're going to... T-shirt. Oh, and we have t-shirts as well. And guitar picks and all kinds of cool swag. His mom manager is fantastic at creating all this, right? Or you've created all this. Well, I don't want to not give you credit if you're doing this. She does a lot of stuff. Um, Has a matching 31 gifts bag. She's good at all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Uh, She encouraged me to do a bunch of things. Like, uh, she made these little pick tin things. Those are cute. Which... I think they're pretty cool. But she came up with the sunglasses idea. Cool. Which, yeah. Awesome. They look good. Awesome. All right, so let's talk yeah. about your inspiration. Okay. I, and I want to talk about your inspiration, and then I want to talk about the shows. Because mm-hmm. we like to keep these about 10 minutes or so. So let's go straight to inspiration. Okay. Inspiration in terms of, like, artists I like. Artists and... who inspired you, who, like, who do you want to be like? Or, like, where are you going? Um, well... In the very beginning of my career, I was very much a rock player, classic rock kind of stuff, Guns N' Roses. The amps were just crazy. Yeah. I was like, turn down the music. Yeah. Turn down the You and Zach. Yep. Okay, continue. Sorry. Uh, Van Halen, that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, and as I grew older, I'm not sure what happened, but I started transitioning into more blues stuff and... You know, I don't really know a certain time where I started saying I want to play blues. Okay. Um, but it was, I'd say maybe, I was probably 13, 14. So a couple of years after I started playing. Okay. Um, and that's also around the time where I started thinking, you know, I, I want to start singing too. Right. Because um, before I was just a guitar player and, you know, a lot of those bands back then, it was just you had a guitar player and you had a singer. And then um, I can't remember who the first person was that told it to me, but a lot of people have told me, you know, the way the industry is now, if you want to make it 
and you're a guitar player, it's not just enough to be a guitar player. You have right. to sing. Right. And I, I've been fortunate enough to, you know, have a, a decent voice in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've been, I've been working on my singing too. And I think that's probably one of the things I'm most proud of in terms of my the uh, progression. Yeah. yeah. Especially in the last couple of years. It's, I'm really proud of where it's at. I'm very proud of you too, Thank actually, you. because you were just a guitar player. Yeah, I was. And it was like, at your level, you were playing more advanced music, and so it was kind of hard to like pair you with kids your own age that had the same dedication, and the same skill set. Right. So you really had to like kind of become your own person and yeah. sing and play to be able to book the shows and not just play guitar. Right. So I think the growth has been fantastic as well. I'm very Thank proud you. of you. But yeah, artists that I enjoy listening to and, you know, strive to, you know, inspirations to me. Um, everybody from uh, somebody who's, who's pretty recent started to, you know, get out there. Um, Eric Gales. I'm okay. not sure if you've ever heard of him. But he's a kind of a blues rock guy. He's okay. somebody that I've really been listening to a lot recently. Um, and there's some people that aren't strictly blues, but I enjoy listening to, like, uh, Eric Johnson. Um, but a lot of the old blues guys I enjoy listening to Who are those well. Some, some of those people? Like B.B. King. Oh, Can't I go love B.B. King. King. Um, love B.B. King. But the other two kings, Albert and Freddie King, Okay. Um, those I love a lot of their songs, and a lot of the songs I play are, you know, a lot of their older songs that I've sort of taken and changed up a little bit, or other artists that I enjoy listening to, they've taken those songs and made them their own. Um, Joe Bonamassa is a great example of that he's taken um, a lot of old blues songs, and you know made them a little bit heavier and you know kind of changed the style of them and you know i i enjoy playing those songs live and i love joe's playing and i listen to him a lot and, and you're gonna be performing with him right uh i am playing at he's there at ruth eggard hall february 24th and 25th in clearwater and okay. i am playing on the cabaret stage before he plays so i'm opening, kind of opening for, him. for him yeah very cool. Now, did you ever think that was going to happen? or no. no. And have you met him? I ha I've i met him a couple times, I think twice. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So will you have an opportunity to play on stage with him? Like in the future, maybe not at Ruth Eckerd Hall, but... Hopefully. Hopefully. So that's a dream of yours. Yeah. All right. Well, keep us posted. We always like to hear about dreams coming true. Yeah. So, okay, cool. So those are your inspirations. All right. Talk to us about upcoming shows. Uh, okay, I'm... And they can be all over, and then obviously yeah. local, because if, like, people watching today are like, ooh, I want to go see this guy perform, where can they go? Okay. Um, Thursday, I am going to be making a special guest appearance. Special guest appearance? I love Blue this. The Blue Rooster. The Blue Rooster. With Taz Crew. He's there. Uh, we went last night to Englewoods on Dearborn. Okay. He was there, and I, I played with him. Uh, Tass is out on tour for his new album okay. um, with Gabe Stillman, who last year uh, at the International Blues Challenge, I met him there, and he won the um, 
Gibson Best Guitarist Award. Okay. And he's a great player and a great singer. And cool. I, so tell our audience yeah. who that is again. Gabe Which, Stillman. And then the guy that you're going to be joining at Blue Rooster? Task Crew. Taz? Task Crew. Task yeah. Task or Taz? T-A-S-C-R-U. Okay. Task Crew. Cool. And that's going to be the Blue Rooster? Yes. Blue Rooster Thursday, I think at 7 or okay. so. And I was at your show, the last show at the Blue Rooster, which was like yes. a year ago. That was a while ago. Yeah. That was like over a year ago. Yeah. I think it was June. It might be almost two years now because I two think years. it was in June. Okay. And who were you playing so, with then? I was with um, Michael Peck is my drummer and still my drummer to this day. And okay. Jack Barry, who is okay. still my bass player. Okay. So, cool. And I want to talk band. about the band members yep. as well. So when you go to these on tour, like, and you go and you're going to do this thing at Ruth Eckerd and you're in Memphis and you're... Are you going to do the thing in Colorado this year? Uh, I'm not sure what's happening with Colorado. Oh, yet. okay. Something is happening with it. But your know. band that yep. resides here in Sarasota, yes. they go on tour with you? Most of the time, yes. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. And if they don't go, then who plays with you? Uh, it's different every time. So you, like, source drummers and bass players out in the community? Is. It depends on the scenario. So, okay. like, for the stuff we're doing in Clearwater, if it... So, yes. Clearwater, definitely playing with them. Um, anything in Florida, I'd say, yes, we're definitely okay. going to, you know, whether it's the other coast or whatever. But um, last year in Memphis, yes, I brought my band. Okay. This year, I did not because... It was kind of a special situation because I actually had to, we drove to New Orleans um, the weekend before because I was actually playing on a train that went from the New Orleans to Memphis. And so I had to, you know, basically figure that out. Got it. Um, and so we did that. And then once I got to Memphis, it worked out because a band that I met in Colorado doing the festival last year. Right. They were also going to be at the International Blues Challenge, so we hooked up and played together f for my stuff in Memphis. And then when I wasn't playing my solo stuff, I was with United by Music, and they had the entire band out there. So. That's so cool. I love that collaboration, too, yeah. and just making all these friends along the way. Yeah. All right, so we have Ruth Eckerd Hall. You're opening up for John? Joe. Joe. Bonamassa. Yeah. yeah. Um, February 23rd and 24th? 24th, 25th. 24th and 25th, and I'm sure these tickets you can get on Ruth Eckerd. Yeah. Or do you have a link on your website? Uh, it should be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you have a it'll, link on your website? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you can go to his website and then give us a couple more shows where you're going to be. Um, you got to think. In May. Okay. I will be. Uh, Musician no, brain. Musician brain. I'm doing something Message in New point. Jersey. <laughs> In like June or something, all I right. have no clue. Let's do this. Let's just send them something. to your website, yep. and then my all website your has everything. All right, I send can't them remember. to your website and tell them what your web address is, yep. what your Facebook is, so that they can find out the information where they can see you. Okay, uh, website is just treywanvic.com. Very simple. Um, from there, it has all the links to my all my social media stuff. Um, my Instagram, Facebook, stuff like that, YouTube, um, everything in terms of all the social media should just be Trey Wanvig or Trey Wanvig official or something like that. It's pretty easy to find. Okay, cool. And you send out a monthly newsletter. 
Yeah. Okay. I tried to. So you tried to. I know. Yeah. I hear you. All right. So if they want to subscribe to the monthly newsletter, they can go to your website to yeah. say subscribe here, or can right. you go to your Facebook page and subscribe as well? Um, I think it's just on the website. Okay. So on the website, but, you can subscribe. Yeah. He'll Roll send box. like a monthly newsletter. It says like what his shows are, what he's been up to. And tell us about some of the awards that you've recently won or, like, recognitions, like, when you're going to this contest in Memphis or... Uh, well, the past three years, I've been fortunate enough to go out to Memphis for the International Blues Challenge. And in order to do that, I've had to uh, participate in uh, different blues societies, local blues societies. Like, there's one in Tampa, the Suncoast Blues Society. Yeah. There's one down south in Fort Myers, southwest. And every year, I've competed in their local regional blues challenge. Okay. And uh, every year, I've I've won in my category. Thank you. Um and that has allowed me to go to Memphis and compete up there. And cool. So last year uh, I competed with my drummer, um, and we did solo duo, which is kind of unique. Uh, we didn't have a bass player, but you know I thought maybe it would be fun to you know see how it turned out. Um, but we, we won the regional challenge and we wow. went up to Memphis and it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. And then this year I, uh, I did what I did the first year and I competed as a youth, uh, showcase artist. And okay. so I went up there for youth and that's awesome. Okay, cool. So give a quick shout out to your band members. Let's talk about okay. your drummer really quickly and your bass player really quickly. Okay. And then I just want to end with either a tip or a trick or something really, really cool that you could share with our viewers. Okay. So dr band members. Okay, my drummer is Michael Peck. He lives in Venice and he's played with a lot of people. Uh, probably best known for playing with Brian Lee, who is a... He's an iconic blues, you know, artist. He plays everywhere. Okay. Um, he's from New Orleans, um, but you know, Brian plays a lot down here. Okay. He, I'm pretty sure he lives here now. So. Okay. Yeah, he played with Brian Lee. He's played with um, a lot of different uh, blues artists up in the Washington D.C. area because that's where he's from. Okay. Uh, he played with the Moments when he was 13 and played with them for a while. And he's super nice guy and really super nice yeah, guy. Super, like just super, so super nice. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of Rick Brothers too, by the way. Yeah. I feel like no, they could be brothers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're so super nice guy. Yeah. Oh my, he's so professional and he so is. supportive of you too. So yeah, kudos to you, Michael. He's, You're yeah. the bomb. Cool. All right, and let's talk about the guy that's in everybody's band. Yeah, Jack Berry. He's in just about, I'm pretty sure if you've gone to any like, restaurant, club, anything where there's a band playing, you've probably seen him. Um, Has long red yeah, hair. long red hair. Really skinny. Looks like he's from the 60s. Yeah, he's got this weird mustache thing, but it works. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, does he have an assistant to manage all these gigs and all his schedules? I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it either. Jack, I'm really curious. I may have you on the podcast in the future to keep up. Find out how you keep up with all of your schedules. And he seems pretty professional as well. Yeah. Like on time, right? Or no? Yeah, for the most part. For the most part. Okay. <laughs> he always seems professional. Well, he's always... I wouldn't say he like gets to the gigs on time, but he's always ready to play. So. Always ready to play. Okay, cool. And do you want to say anything else about him? Uh, he He's always consistent with his playing and he, he knows the music and yeah. it's great. 
Pretty cool guy. He's also in uh, Jared's band. Yep. Most of you know Jared Johnson, um, our, one of our drum instructors. He does a lot of our events, and does a lot of our sound. And they're in a band together called Otto Kanya. Something like that. Yep. I'm I don't know sure. how you pronounce it. I'm but. pretty sure it's Otto Kanye or Otto Kanye. I'm sure they'll correct me later. Yeah. Um, anyways, they do psychedelic kind of music, I guess, and a lot of it's original. It's really loud and obnoxious. I think it's really loud and obnoxious. Um, but anyways, some people are into that. Um, anyway, so cool. So love your band. Um, really proud of you. It's so Thanks. super cool just to like see you from, let's say, five, almost five years ago, four yeah. and a half years ago. With your mullet, yeah. To this new was, do, to this new do that you have hasn't, today hasn't changed that much. <laughs> no, it's all one length now. Yeah, my mom still hates it the same. <laughs> oh, I like. I just don't like it when it's in your face. Yeah, when no, we're trying to take pictures thing. of you and we're yeah. doing gigs, so yeah. it's one of the things we're trying to train our people on. Let we want to see your face, and so yeah. Does the audience? So um, I always love how you have a fan now that's blowing the 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 hair outside gigs. Yeah, you gotta have the fan. You gotta have the fan. It's Florida. Um, okay, cool. So it's been really cool just to see you grow. And obviously your family is, I love your yeah. family. Traveled with the family. Sage has been here right. forever. Um, your mom gave me a bunch of decor for my birthday party because I was having a party simultaneously to your birthday party. Um, anyways, okay. So if you could leave our followers with anything final, like whether it's a tip for the, the 11-year-olds uh -huh. or to anyone that's like wanting to write their own music, to anyone that's wanting to go on tour, like maybe like how you book these things or how you get these gigs or... Um, I think the biggest thing that can kind of be uh, related to all of that is to just continue doing it and to never give up um, because <laughs> I know um, yeah no it's so don't give up yeah, just keep going the biggest thing because when I first started uh, practicing you know even the year or two years after I started playing it was kind of like I don't want to practice and right. but as you get better and as you continue to to play and or do anything book shows write music it's just you have to continue doing it and it gets easier some things get easier quicker than others but um you'll you'll grow uh happy with what you're doing and it'll it'll get easier and you'll enjoy it and Cool. And then to talk about the shows, you're reaching out to these festivals, or how are you getting into the festivals? Uh, depends on the festival in the show. Um, some of them either reach out to me, or I submit to them and basically, you know, show them, you know, videos of my playing, or I okay. send them a demo CD like this one. Okay. Um, and basically just showcase, you know, what my performances are like and. You know, from that, they'll, you know, we'll... Say yay or nay. Yeah. Most of the time, they're saying yay. Yeah. Bring on Hopefully. the show. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for sharing your journey. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you for telling us where you're going to be as yeah. well. Um, once again, this is Trey. You can follow him on Facebook. He has an Instagram account. You can also go to his website. And... Um, He's going to pick one person. So if you want to win a CD, some swag, some glasses, and guitar picks, go to his website and join his mailing list to get on his monthly newsletter. From that list of people, he'll randomly select someone to win one of these really cool signed CDs and some really cool swag. And um, thank you for being here. Anything else that you want to say? I think that's it. 
I'm amazing? Yeah. That would be nice. No, just yeah. kidding. Just no, kidding. She is pretty All right. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. And next week we will be having um, uh, one of our instructors, Dustin, talking about Songwriter Circle. So it'll be bringing people together, collaborating on some songwriting. We do have a workshop on Thursdays from 5.30 to 6.30. So if you're interested in writing some songs and putting some music to that, that will be happening here at Music Compound on Thursdays. And then the following week, we will be having um, either Bill talking about the Nashville number system, or we're going to be having a stage and sound uh, manager to talk about performance etiquette. This is like something I really want to talk about. Do you know what I'm talking about when I yeah. say performance etiquette? Yeah. Nobody else gets it. I'm like, I want to work with bands that show up on time. I want to work with bands that are respectful to the people working the stage, respectful to the event managers, and don't show up with a big-ass ego. That's important. It's ridiculous. And these people that take 30 minutes for a sound check that should take five minutes. Yeah. And then they want to just be all, ooh. Anyway, so that's what we're going to be talking about as well, performance etiquette. So anyways, thanks for joining us uh, for the Lunch and Learn series here at Music Compound. We'll see you soon. What a wave. Hi.